you're planning a wedding and looking for some insight and a laugh and a promise you'll make it down the aisle. For better or worse. Engage the podcast. What real couples learned while planning their wedding. have um, our friends Austin and Lish on um, to talk about their wedding and engagement process, and we're pretty pumped to have them on. So, hi guys. Hi. Thanks for um, coming on our little baby podcast. Yeah, this is totally new to us, and someone wants to hear about us being engaged, so we're, we're pumped too. Yeah, people are very interested in your story, I promise. <laughs> um. So why don't you maybe give us like a little brief overview of just like who you are and your relish, um, all that jazz. Okay. Um, we are going on 11 years, I think. So we will be in the spring. We will be together for 11 years and, um, yeah, captured me in my youthful teenage years. So he got me young. It is crazy because we, we were long distance for such a long time. So, and then when did you guys get engaged? We got engaged, not for religious reasons, but we got engaged Good Friday of 2014. You had been together for how long at that point? So we'd been together for, wait, I guess we're going to be together for 10 years. Because we've been together for 8 years by the time we got engaged. And then how long was your engagement? Like a year and a couple months. Okay. That's how long ours is too, I think. Yeah. So you had a little bit over a year. And did you always plan like um, on having it at the college or did you think about um, having it somewhere else at any point? Tell, tell us about like the vision that you had. Yeah. Yeah. So um, basically we got engaged and I think like pretty quick um, you're talking about the wedding with my parents and like what I had originally kind of was like in my head and thought was like getting married in like a backyard like a backyard wedding like a tented wedding and then I just kind of like without even really talking about it shut it out because I just thought about the tent and I just thought about like how hard it was and I just assumed it would kind of be like impossible to do so then my dad brought up the idea of doing the wedding he works at a school called Vermont College um which is like literally two minutes from my parents house and uh in the main line of Pennsylvania, and it's this really beautiful school, it's a Seven Sisters school, and it's just, it's gorgeous, it really looks like, like, kind of like Harry Potter, um, it's a, it was the sister school to Princeton, it's kind of has a similar feel, just a lot smaller, um, and we, like, love that idea, because, like, it's hard to do this without sounding judgmental about anyone else's vision, but I just, like, really didn't want to have a wedding at a wedding place like places that are just really like you know the wedding factory and it's kind of hard to like think about finding places that aren't like that I wanted to do it for one reason because I thought maybe it'd be cheaper to do it at a place that wasn't totally dedicated to weddings and two because I don't know I just like I feel like especially if at age like 28 29 you've been to a bunch of weddings and you just we want to do something a little bit different. And so that was our original plan. And we went and we like talked to them pretty quickly. And we, um, as like a mistake to that we made that I hope other people don't make, um, is we like really, because of kind of like, because we kind of chose a place that wasn't as maybe like wedding oriented as some other places. And because of our 
um, relationship, we kind of didn't like nail down the nitty gritty about pricing and kind of the details. And that kind of came back later to um, haunt us. So then you went through all that. And then obviously, you know, you didn't have everything sort of nailed down. So what happened? Well, and, and when did that happen also? Okay, so I would say, yeah. like, we pretty much planned, I mean, we were maybe engaged in April, like, May, We, you know, we were pretty decided to have it at Bryn Mawr, and at that point, you know, you do the other big thing, so Bryn Mawr is the caterer, like, they, they have a catering company there, um, and, because they do do a ton of events, they do do weddings, they just don't usually do, like, our wedding was going to be, like, 150 to 200, and so that, that can't be held at, like, where they usually hold it, and that's why it was a little bit different. They do do weddings. It's just, like, a slightly different process, kind of. Um, and so then we booked the band. was, like, definitely right up, and then we booked a floor, and, like, all the other vendors that you can think of. And then basically, like, I think it was, like, January hits. And, and, and your wedding, you, you were getting married when, Liz? In June. So you're, like, six months out at that point. Yeah, we're, like, I mean, we had already seen the state of the dates. But okay, and then you're in January. Sorry, I interrupted you. Then in January, like, literally just kind of went through the details and through the pricing and through, like, what they I thought was happening and what they thought was happening, and it was just really um, different. And, yeah, it was just, it was just, like, a lot. Honestly, it was a lot more expensive than I thought it was going to be. Like, at this point, I kind of had a realization that, like, maybe this honestly was for a reason, and... We met with um, my mom's friend is like a huge caterer. And we, I basically was like, is there any way you like do it at the house? And we showed them pictures and they were like, we could totally do a wedding at the house. And then we basically like within two weeks, totally replanned. Yeah, that, that one week when everything was in limbo, that was a tough week. You were, you were going in between anger and... And just sadness and just, it, <laughs> it was, it was tough. Once it was like, once we just were like, we kind of like sat down and we're like, are we going to do this? And we all agreed like, yeah, we're going to just do it in the backyard. Um, and then once a decision was made, like until the week of the wedding, when I was stressed about the weather, I would say like, I was so freaking happy with the decision and it just like felt like exactly like what I had always wanted and just like didn't really realize was an option. So how did your dad feel about this since he worked there? Did he feel like there was like a conflict of interest at all or like stuck in the middle or like was yeah. that a point of so contention? Obviously the main point of Bryn Mawr is to provide education. So it's not like, you know, they're obsessing about weddings. And so I think like the whole process of changing and realizing that it just wasn't the right fit, like there was no animosity. Austin, talk about how you were trying to handle that that week when things were, you know. When your bride is freaking out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, one, I'm very lucky that her her parents are the greatest parents in the world, and they were the most supportive people ever during that time period. Especially your mom. I think your your mom finds a way to become. She, she found a way to be very calm through this very stressful time. I think that's a, a very strong quality that she has. So that was huge that her parents were there to help us through everything and stay calm. And 
I was trying my best to stay calm as well. Which was I staying pretty calm? Yeah. yeah. I mean, go, I remember going to the venues and just knowing you were not happy about them, and that oh. and be, get, that was getting you kind of more stressed out. And, yeah. So I and for, that was tough. I forgot to mention that. Like we ended up. So the, the caterer that we use, I told you, like, they have a bunch of venues, and I went to one venue because that was the only one that was open, and I immediately just, it just, like, it, it's a cool venue. I just, like, you know, I mean, you went to this calendar, like, you know what's you and what's not you, and I just was like, oh, my God, like, and I, at this point, I just felt, like, that desperation, and I think Austin just saw it in my face where, like, I don't know, I guess I'm gonna I have a lot of expressions and feel like this is our fit. You know, I think he just stayed super calm and just... Yeah, I mean, I said, you know, we'll do whatever we need to do, and, like, when I said when we got engaged, I was willing to wait whatever, <laughs> you know, if we needed to delay it a year. I know you didn't want to hear that, yeah. you know, they were going to wait, any, you know, we had the date and everything, but, uh, you know, we were going to find a way. Yeah. I know you definitely get angry at me sometimes if I wasn't trying to help out with certain things. <laughs> But I, yeah, I kind of tried to take a backseat to to most of the planning, and because uh, I one, yeah, and, and you did like all the do-it-yourself yeah. stuff, and and you said that even after the wedding was over, you're like, I- I'm ready to do some do-it-yourself things now. What what's next? You know, yeah. like maybe we should get a house, right? And then I can do all the do you know do-it-yourself yeah. stuff. Yeah, I definitely like got really into Pinterest. Well, so here's a question for you. Looking back on it, what was either the thing that you felt you spent a ton of time on that ended up not mattering, or was there something that you felt like you wish you had thought about more that you didn't pay that much attention to before it happened? I literally had the best day ever, and I can't think of anything. Oh, one thing, like, kind of the day, Thursday and Friday, the wedding was on a Saturday, the tent got up on a Thursday and there was some like, like a tent is a physical structure and like there's some, you know, line, like mechanical things almost showing, like not beautiful Or like things. the ropes, right? Exactly. And, and like stakes and stuff. And I saw it and like the tent's like so cool and they put these lights in, but like, of course, like I just was like fixate, you know, and this is again, the Thursday and I'm getting married on on Saturday and I'm working from home on Thursday afternoon, and I'm working, you know, I'm not working on Friday, and I'm just, like, so all, like, afternoon Thursday, my I, my mom was, like, doing stuff, and so my couple of family friends, we, like, went out to Produce Junction and to, like, Michael's or AC Moore or something, and just, like, bought a bunch of flowers and, like, ribbon to, like, DIY cover up these things, and I think it ended up looking, like, pretty good but also just like when the actual wedding day is there and all the tables are up and all that stuff is up like it would have looked fine without it and that was kind of crazy like <laughs> like you went out the morning of was it friday i don't know if you went out the, day, the morning of the what no you must have gone out the day before the wedding so and so you're saying that falls in the first category of things that ended up not mattering that much that you're really yeah, worried about gotcha. like, you really shouldn't be doing DIY, a lot of DIY the day before your wedding. <laughs> so I would say that was like, like my mom's friend who's super into 
you know, she's super like Martha Stewart. She kept looking at me and like being like, I think you're being crazy. And I was like, am I? Like, am I being crazy? <laughs> and so, yeah, looking back, I mean, I, I think it looked good, but also like no one would have been like, everything was beautiful except for those steaks. Like that would have never <laughs> happened. So what was... I don't know. You're a little far gone at that point. And something that did, I don't know. Um, I can ask okay. Austin about this because I wanted a band and Austin wanted a DJ. And I, my dad, I, asked, I kind of asked my dad what he wanted just because like, it's not, I don't know, especially my parents paid for the, for the wedding. And especially when I think someone else is paying for your wedding, it's like really important, at least to me that I know it was my wedding, but I also just wanted them to be happy and like their friends were going to be there and my whole family was going to be there. So you kind of want to get like the older person's perspective about like, you don't want just your friends to be happy. You want everyone to be happy. And my dad thought maybe like a band would be better for for everybody. And I think Austin, do you think that at the end you were happy that we got a band and not a DJ? Oh, definitely. That band was incredible, and I, that was one of the few things I kind of lost. Yeah, well, probably the only thing I argued about, and I realized <laughs> that was stupid that I argued about that. And <laughs> I mean, the band was incredible, and I mean, I, I I didn't argue that point very much. I kind of just brought it up, like, should we? think about a DJ, you know, and, and, you know, should we, like, weigh, you know, DJ versus band, but, you know, the more I talk to your parents, and, you know, the argument that kind of the older generation especially likes bands more, uh, and that they'll get out there and dance more with with the band, I I think that made a lot of sense, and, I don't know, I I love the band experience, and and the band had a great time at our wedding, too, and, you know, they were, they were filming us while we were dancing and enjoying the music and they came out on the floor and everything and it was great uh, they were great so i think that was something that maybe like we didn't agree on at first and then this was totally for us like i can't imagine not having a band especially because it was just outdoors it just was like such this like you know you just hear the music reverberating like through the night air it was just really cool although i don't know if you know this but like the police came at the end but, um, so we, you know, we got like, um, if you just, if you are having an outdoor like backyard wedding, which are actually like, I don't know if they're super popular in the Northeast, but like, I think according to Pinterest, they're like very popular in like parts of the South and like Seattle and like places where there's like more farm stuff. And it seems to be very popular. Um, and you really have to like talk to the township and everything. And we kind of, we did, we talked to them, we got permits and everything and we actually um, mailed, not mailed, we dropped off little, like, gift, like, I think, like, cookies to our neighbors and just said, like, hey, you know, or my mom said, hey, our daughter is getting married, so, like, we apologize in advance for any inconvenience. The wedding will be over at 1130. We also made the wedding a half an hour earlier. We made the wedding over at 1130 instead of midnight. We moved the wedding up by a half an hour because of that. And so the, basically at, like, 11.25, the police came and kind of were, like, going to shut us down. But my dad explained the wedding was ending anyway, and it totally was absolutely fine, except for um, at some point some of the guests started yelling, you know, F the police, and uh, luckily the police didn't hear, <laughs> so nothing happened. But uh, that could have been a, maybe a, you know, not such a good situation. So definitely be considerate of that if you're having a backyard. Like, I didn't really think about that so much. Um, and it ended up being fine, but I can't imagine how stressful that would have been if, like, they had showed up at, like, 
9.30 to try and shut down our wedding. If they, arrested, if they arrested Austin, that would have been a yeah, problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, loved, I don't think anyone was drunk enough at 9.30 to be arrested, but maybe... Uh, I maybe, don't maybe, know. Maybe if they barged in the door at 11.30, it would have been a different story. I think that they're probably... I might have been drunk enough at 9.30. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm just kidding. Pretty, I, I don't know. I was on cloud nine, so I don't even... <laughs> you don't know if you're drunk or if you're just happy or... Like, you're just, like, you know, like... You're just it, feeling it, yeah. all the feels. There's so... One thing that I'll say, which is a little funny, is there were so many tears. I cried. And I'm I'm not, like, not a cry... I don't know. Do you think I'm a crier? No. I'm not, like, an extreme crier. I'm probably a normal crier. But that day, I was just, like... I mean, I didn't cry all, like, getting ready or anything. But then as soon as we did the first look bawling then it's time to walk down the aisle like I was bawling and then it was time for my sister to give her speech and I was bawling and then it was time for Ryan as best man to give his speech and I was crying and it was just like and she I was so happy did you notice that and she didn't bawl like, during your speech she just cried yours yeah. wasn't as good it was lots of lots of like absolutely happy tears that I don't think I'll ever hopefully cry that much again but, like, it was awesome because I was, like, so happy. Like, maybe that's what – maybe I don't – maybe I need to get more happy. Maybe I'll cry more if I live in a state of euphoria. So, I don't know. <laughs> that's really funny. Thanks so much, guys. I love the story. I love that you had this huge change of plans <laughs> halfway through and then realized that that's what it was meant to be all along. And it really, like, totally drives home this point about how much you agonize over things. And, and it – and invariably, when we talk to people, we keep hearing that it ends up great. It it really it really does, and it's and like I'll tell you one like last story, which is a little bit surprising. Like I would say, as I said, like it's a little bit alternative. Like we had a backyard wedding. Like it just was a little bit different. And um, my family, like I have some more traditional people, like more an extended family, like more traditional. You know, this is like grandparents' generation, not my grandparents, but grandparents' generations. So these are people in their eighties and their nineties. And I just really was like, I not that I was particularly concerned, but I just really pictured them being like, what the hell are these kids doing? Like having this freaking tent in the backyard, you know, it just was like, it's a kind of unusual wedding. And, um, my, like, I think it was my grandmother's brother told like my grandmother or, or their, you know, sibling that he just thought it was like the most beautiful wedding. So someone that I would have thought would have like really preferred like a hotel just had like the best time in a grass backyard where like people were, you know, taking off their shoes and dancing. And there was a dog running up. Also there was, you know, our dog was there. So our dog was running on the dance floor. So I would definitely say it was a little alternative. So you kind of just like never know how people are going to react. And in general, like people are just so happy for you that they're just, they just absolutely have the best time ever. That's so true. It's all about the love anyway. Yes, there was definitely, it was, it was such a wonderful day. I said to Austin when it was over, I like, we're like, you know, we're, I think we're on our way to our honeymoon or something. And I was like, I'm so sad it's over. But I also just like couldn't get over how much fun, like, did you feel the same way? How much fun? Oh, you yeah. Like, I just could it not. Was, I, it was beyond my expectations like, how amazing it was going to be. Like, I literally like could not believe, like the whole day. And just like things that I wasn't looking forward to because I'm not like like I said I'm not really someone who like likes like someone who like likes taking pictures. Everything was so much fun except for worrying about the rain and then I was like the whole it was just literal perfection. 
the day of, and I just couldn't believe it. And so afterwards, I'm kind of like, I was almost like happy it was over in a weird way because it was so perfect, and I could like have that memory of like it just working out to just on like exactly how we wanted times a million. And I don't well, ever have to like think that I wish the wedding went differently. Well, because, even the, the hitches were great. I mean, it, it took forever for your guys' hair to be done. Uh, and that gave all the groomsmen time to hang out more during the, the photo session. Yeah. And we got to do all these crazy photos together and, and just hang out together more. And that was actually a lot of fun. Um, so Yeah, I don't know. It's just like the best feeling, even when it's done. It's like, I wouldn't even say it was that sad because... Like, you're just, you can't believe how special to you your wedding day was. I mean, you do really think about it and remember it. And then it's, like, adorable because your friends say things like, we had the best time ever, this is one of the best weddings. You know, like, everyone just kind of repeats to you just, like, that it wasn't in your head. Like, it wasn't just you having the best time ever. It was, like, it was, like, a communal feeling of just absolute happiness. All right, well, thanks for interviewing us. Yeah, no, we had, it was really fun. Okay, <laughs> okay bye, guys. Bye. Bye, thanks a lot. We really appreciate you coming on and teaching us that even if stuff goes wrong, it's still right. Hashtag moral of the story. Hashtag, moral. <laughs> Hashtag keep your shit together, Alyssa. Yes. <laughs>